Welcome to Keepers of the Word. We are an esoteric study group of Freemason whose purpose is sharing knowledge of mystery schools and debunking misconceptions about Freemasonry. You're here with Mike and Ron. Any of the opinions expressed on Keepers of the Word do not reflect the opinions of other organizations or Masonic lodges. Today's topic, today's episode on tantric magic, we will cover what tantra really means and how to recognize the real from the snake oil salesman when it comes to performing rituals. Today we have back with us uh, Siren from the Temple of Lightning. Uh, who will be shedding more light on the subject with her knowledge in, in such arts. Uh, well, Siren, is happy to ha- well, we're happy to have you on again. Well, thank you for having me. Glad to be here. And um, this topic, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those topics that people don't really cover much. If you see something on YouTube, it's, it's, very, uh, it's always going into the you know, Tantra, that Indian type of uh, Hindu-ish but I think we're going to cover... Somewhere between the Kama Sutra and yeah. sex magic. Yeah. Right. So I kind of want to get into both of those. Mm-hmm. So, um, Ron, you want to take us down that road? Yeah. So um, I'm going to read that paragraph. Go right for there. it, okay, man. So many esoteric systems use sexuality for spiritual and magical aims. Besides Tantra, examples of such traditions are found in witchcraft, shamanism, alchemy, and ancient Egyptian religion. Sexuality is a total sensory experience involving the whole mind and body. The sexuality of human beings compromise, comprises of a broad range of behaviors and processes for it's the interplay of the physical, psychological, social, emotional, and spiritual makeup of an individual. So going into, from, from my understanding of tantric... Um, Tantric magic, or or just tantra in general, when you when you're talking about that, you're talking about the union of two people um, being able to reach a state of euphoric bliss through sex. Um, how does that play out in in Hinduism, and do you have any knowledge in in that area? Well, there are several meditation practices that allow one to unify with themselves. That's pretty much the first goal. Before you want to be mixing energies with someone else. You want to kind of activate your sun and your moon, your Ida and your Pingala. And once they unify, something magical happens. It goes up the Shashumna, and eventually you get into an ecstatic state of awareness, which leads to samadhi after much practice. You can do that by yourself. You can do that with another person. Eventually, that's kind of the goal. That's where people want to go. So when you're saying you can do this by yourself, you're referring to masturbation. Right. You getting can. to know you yourself. Can, right. You should absolutely know your body before you're going to be joining or co-joining with someone else's. But okay. I also mean in the meditation processes because awakening the kundalini is the prime portal that you're operating with here. So opening... Ex- expand on that if mm. you would. Yeah. So there is a difference between this serpent of awakening that bites you into wakefulness, you know, like we were talking about earlier, immortality, right? having access to all of your past lives, your vampiric, you know, as we say, is a perfect example of living with your sexual energy in full tact. Um, So there's a difference between the snake power as opposed to the snake oil sort of salesman. Mm. And the serpent is 
pretty much the prime activator of that energetic. So it's the coiled energy at the bottom of the spine. So that's it lies the, somewhere. Okay. You know, under the Muladhara chakra. Hmm. And so. And as you're awakening these these chakras, um, going through uh, tantric meditation or you're you're awakening that absolutely what is the goal uh ecstatic union you know becoming the full purpose of why you're born onto this planet again you know reaching that ecstatic awareness of being one with the all but in your own individual ray your own special formulae what you're here to produce or bring forth or to teach and help humanity evolve and liberate spiritually, sexually. Now, this path, um, is it something that's studied specifically in Hinduism or is there other, um, other modalities or, or areas where that is studied? It's studied in every magical practice pretty much, even in traditional witchcraft. You know, you have the great rite, you have... You know, if you go back as far as Egyptian magic or Atlantean magic, if you look at, you know, the Atlantean alchemical processes, these are all transmutative, transmutative, excuse me, you know, with that sexual current being the grandmaster of the whole. From my understanding, practice. I know um, I've, I've heard of people who practice where they're, they're breathing and they're meditating mm-hmm. and they're meditating into orgasmic bliss where they hold the orgasm inside they do not i guess you do not ejaculate you're just holding it within and that something that lasts like an hour 45 Mm -hmm. minutes it can go on and on and on right and how is that how how do how would you say beginning to start like how would you start that off like how would you start that process of learning that or going down that path what i would recommend would of course be to start with a form of meditation if breathing is your thing, if you're really being called to, you know, uh, working with yogic aspects, hatha yoga and all that really helps as well. Um, but, you know, each individual is so tuned in <clears throat> based on what their past lives have been. Okay, so you need to access that. And you're going to know by the time you're 15 years old, what is that doorway for you? <laughs> yeah. For me, it was like 12 years old. I knew, you know. And so every every person's going to have a different calling. And then... Personally, I went down a very eclectic path. So I got to test and try everything out and see what really worked and what was the snake oil ah. as opposed to the serpent. So, which the snake of awakening. I guess so. brings us to the dark side mm-hmm. of it all, right? Of so, how, how do we, like, how do we, well, obviously, we, <laughs> we went down, you know, tantric, Hinduism. Now we're getting into more of the ritual, dark side of things. And if you want to elaborate on either your experience or what you've seen, or if there's any, if there's any people out there that you know, okay, no, not not this person. You don't want to deal with this person. I'm not saying we need to call people out. I'm just saying like that type of person that you don't want to deal like with. Like the sexual predators exactly. that we were talking about sexual earlier, predators. right? And that's one of the main things you're going to find in magical communities. Unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of wide-eyed and innocent people getting on board these um, practices and in orders and such to be preyed upon. And that's no fun because they're in there to, 
You know, the sacral chakra, and I'm going to go to this for sure. a, a brief moment, like I touched upon last time in the real uh, talk and topic. Um, there's such a purity in the sacral chakra, and it's about innocence. It's about returning to your childhood. Okay, and true sexual magic is that essence. And if you are able to tap into that creative power and be that full innocent child that you are, okay, and then you find another partner to, you know, co-join with, and, you know, it's beautiful. It's a very innocent awakening process because it's all about purification. So people come on board with that general idea. They're coming in innocent, and then they're being preyed upon, and I'm watching. I've seen this happen very often. That's why I teach uh, spiritual warfare practices and so on and so forth. Defensive magic, right? Guarding against psychic vampires. You know, there's such thing as being an immortal. Okay, but it gets coined vampire, right? Yeah. So we play with that, you know, terminology. But uh, there is quite a difference. And psychic vampires are a regular thing in magic. Hmm. So one of the first things one has to be aware of if they're going to go down that path and they want to, you know, surround themselves with people of a magical tendency or even a sexual nature, um, because magic is a very sexual strength, a certain sexual power, right? That they need to be aware when they're entering those communities that they will be stalked out a little bit as prey, like the fresh meat. Their innocence is very juicy, and, you know, it's well, like fairy blood and true blood in true blood. Remember? Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> that. So when you're, yeah. Yeah. And I think the problem is that there's too many legitimate innocents that get into, are attracted to magical realms or magical practices or, or just want, just are drawn towards that because of whatever their issues are that can almost immediately become prey for someone right. who's has malintent. Right, within. and that's because so many different elements are mixed in these communities, you know. Some of them, are, some of them aren't as pure as they should be. They're, there's, a, a, you know, a series of different levels and right. intentions and yeah. so on and so forth. And that's what I was going to say, intentions, because you, I think you see, you see two different types of people going down that path there's one like you, you just explained a little while ago the innocent people wanting to, to explore that power and go back to that moment where they're feeling that ecstasy right. and, and they're they're doing they're doing good right. and then you have those folks that just want to be a part of an orgy and totally you know and just they're, like, Ooh, hoo, they're just about Ooh, getting off yeah. and bye mm-hmm. right and just like you said um not taking advantage of but taking somebody's power from them absolutely right and i see those two i see them playing out but more so on this side i can see how this person can get put in the crosshairs where uh, we're going to take advantage of, of her because she does she's naive or she's not paying attention to you know or him I, or it him. happens to men quite yeah, often i, I see I, you know women doing more sexual pred- predatorial things lately than men are really can mm-hmm. you ex- can you Give us an example because mm-hmm. I don't think a lot. A lot oh. of men are probably like, "Well, where?" Boys, you need, <laughs> boys, this you need happening? to know because yes, you are all prey to this if you don't know better. And how are we prey? Because men are very simple-minded. Yes, we are. Okay, and they're very visual, so those two things can get them in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. real quick. And women take advantage of that. Women who are untrained, okay, 
All right. And most women are untrained or trained incorrectly because their mothers trained them that way because that's how they were trained. So it's not the mother's faults. And I always recommend men and women to read The Sorceress's Crossing by Taisha Abelard. It's amazing about sexual energy. It's all part of the Carlos Castaneda group of oh, okay. sorcerers and, and such. Totally right on point. Okay, so how the sexual energies operate and all that. I forgot that we had talked about Carlos Castaneda before yeah. and that and and I was already thinking about the whole need to store your energy up to be able to deal with these magical totally. situations and they and Don Juan talked about that all the yes. time about like we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier with the other situation as far as going into a a newer un unfamiliar magical territory you definitely have to prepare yourself and store your magic you store your energy you really because do. you're it's going to take a toll on you and you have to be prepared for that and for those that aren't prepared and for yeah. those that haven't done any kind of any energy storage there they can really get yeah they can get messed with Sucked mentally yeah. and, and, and they disappear for a while you know or things in their lives fall apart and they start to have you know slight to severe Breakdown. Forms of well, breakdown, psychic attack. Yeah. You know, or would you say women are just using using sex for gain, using sex for manipulation? Right, men use it for power. Okay. Yeah. And because really, if you look at everything down to the wire, at the most grounded level, it's all about how much money a man has for the best pussy he can buy. All right. And does he really give a fuck about that pussy at the end of the day? Excuse my language. I hope I can. But it's, re- it's real, okay. right? Yeah, and I'm all about real. And in order to awaken these sexual powers, you have to come from the root. If you don't come from the muladhara, if you're not rooted and grounded, that serpent cannot rise. So we need to ground. So if I was going to give everyone an exercise today to begin their process, I would say first ground. And you want to bring a cord into the earth, which is very... Um, sort of like the devil card in the tarot about grounding. And, you know, if you're rooted, okay, and you can connect to the procreative energy, you're allowing the first process to take place. And a lot of, in a lot of traditional witchcraft classes, um, we teach and I have been taught in the early stages to ground before you do any kind of magic, before you even meditate. So, and how do you how do you do this and grounding? It helps to protect you a lot from these sexual predators. If you're grounded when you enter into any magical ritual, um, just in your day to day living, because there's sexual predators around you everywhere. Yeah. At a certain point, when you leave the human plane, when you live in samadhi, it doesn't affect you anymore. Everything's kind of humorous, and you kind of see the play of everything. So it doesn't affect you anymore. Although you see people try to pull it, it doesn't work because you're not operating on, that on those human platforms anymore, right? On that plane. So therefore, when you reach that state, the first thing you want to do is help everyone to realize what's happening and protect those portals because they're your treasures. And if you protect them correctly, you will eventually have a somatic experience yourselves. If that is your will. Okay. That's interesting. Now, can you can you tell me what is a somatic experience mm. or what is somatic in general? It's a death, actually. It's a death and it's a regeneration through that death. It's pretty scary. You know, you're going through it, but you're not scared. You know, it might look scary to someone on the outside. Um, 
but you're kind of like churning from inside out. It happens in different waves. You know, the first couple stages are very just mild and ecstatic and you just kind of bliss out for a little bit. And there's a few stages to samadhi. There's nirvakalpa. And of course, the end stage would be sahaja when you don't return. You're gone. Well, you're out there. And some Completed. people actually die in the process. Ascension. Right. Complete. So some, some masters have died in the process. But for those of us who have gone there and come back, that's why I associate it with the siren. You know, you're, you go out to the realm of the ocean, the ocean of enlightenment, the ocean of bliss, the true soul. And it's known in the Theosophical Society as well, you know, the ocean of, right, all of eternal ecstasy and the all. And most people don't want to return when they go out there because it's like you're, you're going yeah. home, you know. So being a siren, I'm calling people out there. Sometimes I even throw them into the deep end, but I show them how to come back. Very important. And that grounding process I discussed previously is the key. You have to have structure, 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 purification, purification, purification. So that is the only way that you can live in this world and be in a somatic state. Okay, so you have to have your, you know, your world and your, your realms pretty tidy, pretty sharp, pretty tight, you know. So and going, so that uh, allows you to go out there and come back so that you can actually bring people into a more exalted state. Okay. So reaching a, reaching a higher sense of ascension for yourself, mm-hmm. is, and that's union. That's that's another form that's, of union. Being that's able, another form of union. Okay. Yeah. No. So there's union, and then there's union. Okay. Yeah. So there's levels of it, and when you go into it, you don't just go through it once or twice. It just kind of keeps going. So it's a cycle. It's, it's just totally a cycle. Itself. And sometimes you'll just be out somewhere, and all of a sudden it's starting to hit, and you can start to feel like the stages I've been going through most recently were just so. I don't know what the word would be in this, on this plane, but I sort of go into sort of a Hindu sort of terminology when I get to that place, so I don't know what the word would be here. But oh, okay. Um, no, uh, it just, it's like a cataclysmic shift. Imagine like trying to roll a thousand orgasms into one. Whoa. That yeah, kind yeah, of feeling, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Boom, Mike's dead. <laughs> and some people do blow up. You oh. know, my teacher used to Stay warn there. us, you know, don't mess with that too much, you know. Don't get messed up with the wrong people because you can blow up. Well, so, <laughs> put a cap like on it. <laughs> plugging, you know, plugging something into a higher frequency than you're prepared for or a lower frequency is going to burn you out. Yeah. And that's another topic, you know, yeah. in relation to in relation finding to the right partners. and. Right. So let's let's talk more about getting drained. The, the predator side. Yeah. And, and what, what, what experiences have you seen? about you know that area of people praying and mm. how can somebody view and see and and make those correlations where they know you know what no this person is really not out for my best interest and they're trying to take advantage of me sexually so for me personally or what i'm watching people go through right now i would say let's go with what people are going through and then yeah. we'll talk about what you what what you see personally sure so there's a pull. I like to call it a pull. It's, a, it's like a, people are using their magnetism. And they pull on people's energy. So I'm a seer, so I can see how they're doing it. But it's also, you know, like you don't have to see it visually, but you can feel. Through the frequency, through, through the, the vibration. Frequency, and there's just like a pull. And there's certain people that just, you know, they walk into a room, 
when you're liberated, you just you just are. You're in the isness. You're the you know. You're the business and the isness. Straight up, right? All of that. <laughs> and so, when you're in that frequency, everything is available to you. It's like you are the source. So everything's revealed through that source. And like you walk into a room and you can just see right away which ones to stay away from or which are the ones to, you know, keep a shield up with or whatever. And so how, how they do it, and there's so many different levels and there's so many different people. So, But one of the first things, of course, would be to look for a pull. If you're feeling kind of like a, a tired pull or you're feeling someone focusing on you that you're not sexually attracted to but all of a sudden having thoughts about them okay and another thing to be aware of is when you walk away from someone what is the signature they leave behind so you might be talking to somebody and they're amazing it's magnetic it's charming great energy but you walk away and you're feeling like a slime on you a little bit and then you see them doing that to other people dirtying up your aura because they're trying to like put their sexual you know, feelers on you, their right? They like, got their mitts on uh, They got their mitts, yeah. I feel disgusting. To emit their toxic rays and knock you into a hypnotic state or whatever their you know, intentions are. But, you know, those things do occur quite often, too often, to be exact. Hmm. Or you get the, the, the massage therapist that shows up at some magic event and wants to massage all the girls or, you know, those types. <laughs> those are just very harmless <laughs> forms, but yeah, still, you know, <laughs> they do. But there, there is, there, you know, I've seen a lot of creepy guys yeah, in my slimy, time. Slimy is Real my slimy. Call them and, yeah, yeah. You know. Slimy, creepy. Yeah. Just looking to take advantage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from, from, a, from a craft perspective, having an order and being able to teach, right? Right. There, where there's great power, you have to have a greater responsibility Absolutely. on using that power. And I, I think that what you're saying is there's certain masters or so-called masters out there that use that power to bring in their, their status. Like I'm this person mm-hmm. comes, mm-hmm. you know, and now we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to have sex now. Because right. that's part of your right now. Oh, and the next thing, right, would be leading to, um, you'd be a great person to have sex magic with. Really? Let's, like, make it so mystical. Okay. Basically, you want to fuck, but you got to, like, code it in yeah. some magical formula so it, it looks weird. more enticing. Just you know, there's, weird, you know these man. things come up, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I'm sorry, I don't, yeah, no, I don't think so. Because, I mean, the topic of, of sex in general is just, it's very taboo in the totally. Western world, you know, and... Whenever we bring it up, we bring it up jokingly, but it's it's something very you know it's it's deep between a, a relationship. If you're in a relationship, it's something that's deep, something that you share, something that you give each other. You give give yourself to each other, right? But yeah. when you're in a in something where it's just ritual, mm-hmm. uh, those feelings aren't necessarily there. No, and it sh- you shouldn't be doing ritual. Like so, you know, orders aren't asking for you to do ritual sexually if you're not with that person or whatever. There's no, you know, I've never come across that. I mean, there are situations like that. But um, pretty much, you know, the priest and the priestess of traditional witchcraft, you know, who have a relationship are the ones doing those rituals. Hmm. 
and conducting them, but they're not like doing sex magic in front of everyone. You know, it's a little more discreet than that. But like I said, there are particular. There are people that actually that, that go do and that, you know? do things like that. that, now, that ha- creepy guy. Have you guys ever been to an orgy? Have you ever been to? Yeah. Burning Man or anything but like that? It was it had nothing to do with ritual and none none of that. It was right. just an orgy. Just an orgy, right. It just so happened to stumble upon, hey, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing? Oh, that. All right, cool. Let's, mm-hmm. let's party. But that's different. Right. You know, that's that's more like we all go in there understanding that okay, well, this is something where we're all getting together, we're all sharing each other and right. we're we're enjoying ourselves. But when it comes to the magic part that's that's where things get different totally that's where yeah. i get i get afraid well i think <laughs> i i think that's when you become magical then you have a different outlook and aspect on it i mean to be a non you know to be a muggle or whatever you want to say a, non, <laughs> a, non, a non-magical person to go to an orgy versus recognizing the magic or being a magic practitioner and going to that situation, then it's clearly a different perspective on the individual's point of view, because you may not understand what's going on as a non magic person versus, okay, this, I understand what's going on and whether you're going to be responsible with your magic and with what the energy and the magic of is in the room, regardless of whether they're actual magic practitioners or or magicians, whatever, there's definitely sex magic going on when there's a group. Exactly. And totally has nothing to do with magic. You just walk in and there's a certain current and I've been in those situations. I'm not drawn to it. You know, like I walk into, you know, I've been, I've walked into several orgies and I've been to Burning Man for two weeks, you know, so it's like one big orgy. But it's I don't, dirty. it's just dirty. There's a dirty energy. <laughs> to it's just <laughs> dust everywhere. <laughs> just, I don't know, man. I'd rather be naked rolling around in the, in the mud, you know, to be honest. That's more sexual to me, more of an ecstatic experience, you know, roll around with people that you love in mud or something, you know, it's just pure. But, you know, you got all these people mongling all over each other and, and dust hitting you in the <laughs> and face. Dust in their ass. And yeah, it's just, <laughs> ugh. I, I, for me, it, no. That's a no. But I think. Disclaimer. Know, this this episode <laughs> has already gone there south. and it's going there and farther. It's going to so keep on going south. Disclaimer, disclaimer. And there's so many parts of this topic I feel because there's so many, I mean, there's so many, like we said, taboos in relation to this. And this is the thing that is messing up evolution. So we can't get over that. We cannot part. get over that. No, it's the way that people are using their sexual yeah. energy and the way they're breeding with the energy. Well, par- pointlessly. Do, do you think that part of the problem choosing. is that that our sexuality is so connected to those that primal mm-hmm. part of our brain that when totally. we want to elevate to the to the higher consciousness mm-hmm. brain and we involve sexuality, then then it's a whole new it's a whole new monster it's a and whole you can do that thing. too you can be you can be going for an ecstatic state and still be primal about it if you want you know you can play whatever form you want as long as you know the highest aspect of it is the intention i think that's the the main you purpose know. of all of it of what, what this whole topic is is right. the intention because intention right it's unification what are you doing it for yeah. if you're doing it just to get your rocks off that's one thing if you're doing it to please your partner 
that's another thing. A power gain if as, you're a, doing as it to a predator. Take, or people do it for, like, they want a bigger house or they want a car, so they're going to do some sex magic. And, you know, but that's really not what this is about. I mean, sure, you can attain those things through the sexual current, but that is not what you're supposed you to be. Get a bigger house? <laughs> <laughs> I hear it all. Well, been doing it wrong. Uh, yeah, I've been yeah, doing it wrong all this time, man. But. So why don't we go into a little bit of the Crowley aspect of this hmm. you want to talk about? Sure. Let's go down that road. <laughs> okay. Well, ask me a question and we'll see if... Uh... Well, um, I know that there's certain things you can't talk about. There's certain mm-hmm. things you can talk about. Sure. But um, I believe, you know, from what we heard Lon talk about mm-hmm. is that Crowley was putting this in a more yoga tantric um terminology and that's but that's what he was using it as Mm -hmm. but then again there was there's the darker side of things Um, when he's talking about blood which he's yes you you know utilizing for because you couldn't covering semen semen, right because in those times right so yeah there's a darker aspect okay so my question that i have it's it's really interesting Mm -hmm. that mike and i were discussing something about the the ultimate being the young yeah. The, okay. And and you had touched on the aspect of the young of of getting back to the innocent stage. So mm-hmm. do you think that where Crowley was talking about the ultimate pleasure or the ultimate would you give me what you Mike what you were talking about earlier with Well the dis- there there's some things that that you know I was looking around into and the the ultimate sacrifice is a young boy that's the ultimate sacrifice now mm-hmm. how that's being worded or how that's um how that how how i decipher what that really means mm-hmm. i don't know yet you mm-hmm. know because i think that's something that I, I would want you to touch on but it if you read it that way you're automatically thinking okay what 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 does this mean you're talking about a young boy mm-hmm. so, so is the young boy do you think do you think the young boy is that innocent state the innocent state okay Mm -hmm. so could that but but you know there are magic communities and societies like these elite societies supposedly and they do sacrifice supposedly right young children or they need little young innocent virginal exactly and that's what i was alluding to they're missing the point i mean so do you you are that virginal right purified state you just have to know how to access it now are you always there are you saying that some people took it a little too literally mm-hmm. rather than what Crowley was actually meaning, meaning not really a young boy, meaning yourself, taking yourself back to that yeah. young boy. Crowley's so misinterpreted, I mean, with so many things. And, you know, like people call him a black magician. And, you know, at the higher stages of bliss, the last thing you're thinking about is, you know, anything like that. So whether it's blood being discussed or, you know, little boys or whatever. Hmm. And if you know that the person's on a purified level, they're speaking in metaphors. So, Okay. Now, going back to um, these other orders that, that do um, that do sexual rituals, are there any orders in particular that you know are taking advantage of people? Mm, I mean, you don't have to speak. Right. I'm not going to mention any names or groups or anything, but let's just say I've had my words with... With some folks. Yeah, absolutely. And that is another reason I have my own order. And, you know. Well, you, you make the rules, right? I make like, the rules and I, you know, want to give people an option too. 
and usually within my order, I invite them to other orders with me as well. So, so just, to me, it's just, one big community. Just step in and fill it up. I know that's what that's you want to cool. do. That's cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just do it, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Yell at him back. Get the shot. <laughs> it's okay. And, you know, I think um, being able to talk about these things, a lot of people want to know. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those taboo topics that nobody really gets into. Um, thank you, Joe. Thank you so much. Nobody really gets into and nobody really talks about in general as, as far as what's going on. You know, I mean, we're in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. so there's a lot going on here. It's, but There's so much sexual energy in New York, too, which is a different type of sexual energy. I love New York, by the way. Lived there for seven years, and I just love the way, I don't know, people conduct their willpower just so differently. It's so more focused you know, and structured. And my experience with New Yorkers when I worked retail was that they only will respect you if you challenge them. So they're calling, they were, you know, like they would be angry. Like for instance, the order didn't go right and they would call in and they'd be yelling and rah, 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 rah. And most people can't deal with that. They shut down whatever. But as soon as, as soon as the sales guy that could pick up the phone and be like, Yo, just shut up for a second and and listen to what I'm going to tell you. And then immediately it was like there was this respect. It's like you stood up to me. It's It's like that's what they expect. So we called it boot camp. You know, when I went up there to go study with my teacher, the real X-Men mystery school that was up there. You know, the first thing we did was, well, I personally, a lot of the other students wanted to go live in Westchester and kind of stay secluded. I was a no man. I'm right here in Manhattan. And that was one of the most tantric aspects of the whole process. Tantric meaning not just the sexual aspect to these practices, but the full enjoyment of every sensory perception there is. Being in the moment. Being in the moment. So you're not excluding anything. Everything becomes ecstasy. Traffic while you're meditating becomes a sea. Washing the dishes. All of that right that's tantra that's being able to unify with everything around you and within you Hmm. that is interesting and so manhattan yeah it's definitely a really great place i recommend many of my students to go to if they hadn't done that already for boot camp like i had to do but it was a choice if i hadn't been on that path i would have gone that route anyways Hmm. and there's something about that so la is so much about it's like new york is like excuse me f you means you know have a great day <laughs> right yeah. and everybody here smiles at you and they're saying, and F you. saying F you. okay yeah. <laughs> so there's a whole different play of energetics here yeah uh, over here it's more sex yeah. it's more sexual in los it, angeles it, it, it's it, so much it's more the, of a it's that whole people yeah. talk shit about you to your face but they're saying nice things behind your back there mm. versus the opposite here because they're saying where nice they things get, to you where they but can talking, go, yeah. what they can get from what, yeah. every situation and not so much in New York, you know, it's more about, it's, it's about the will in the moment and how you apply that to your business. How do you, how do you apply that to your power and becoming, you know, because you could, you could definitely use it to your advantage. You use things like that to your advantage mm-hmm. being, I guess your seductive powers and right. male and female. Right. I've seen it happen on both ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing what's happening, knowing that you're being pulled People are running game on you. As mm-hmm. you, know, so you want to put it that way. People are running game on you. They're playing you. Right. 
they're listening to your the way you're reacting to how they're talking, uh, the tone of your voice, uh, your scent. You know, all these things play into perspective when it comes to somebody trying to pull you. But being grounded, how do you how do you ground yourself, or what would you recommend to somebody to to maybe be safer mm-hmm. out there away from these people who are just trying to take? So there's a really simple little technique you can do every day before you walk out of your door. And we did, you know, we talked last time about apapantos kakidamanos, right? And you can do the, the uh, Kabbalistic cross. Those are really good for sealing the energies in. Um, we can, you know, talk about that. Or we can do like a, a very traditional basic witchcraft grounding where you just sit down straight up. And it's very connected to, like I said, the devil card where you're utilizing the cord, okay, going into the earth. And you just inhale. You do like three inhalations and exhalations and you inhale and you feel the light going straight down your spine into the earth. And on the third inhalation, when you're exhaling out that cord, you're just like locked in and you root it into the earth and you can literally feel like a little root coming out of your muladhara. And that kind of locks you in and you have this awareness Okay, that's unmovable. But I also recommend martial arts because if you really want to get into magic and you want to get into the sexual arts of, of it all, you know. So you know Kung Fu, eh? Mm. I watch Kung Fu movies all <laughs> my youth. So I, I know about Well, the, ni- the nice thing about martial arts is that it definitely builds self-confidence. And I mm-hmm. think that part of the sexual energy is definitely has to deal with a yes, self-confidence yes. level of, of being... If you're secure with yourself, mm-hmm. you're not going to become a sexual predator. No. And you're not going to be going about... You're not going to be taken advantage by sexual predators that, and that on too. the same So side. you're going to be in your zone. You're going to be in your will. And so Crowley talks about, <clears throat> you know, being, excuse me, being one with the will and creation, you know, your artistic processes, you know. Right. Doing what you feel, not doing whatever you want. You know, like I said last time, it's about doing the divine will. And eventually, your will becomes the divine will. So, you know, do what the divine wilt. And so this all leads to that eventually, that um, not thy will, but thy will be done, for thy will is also mine. It's something I always like to kind of repeat for certain people to get, you know, kind of aligned with that energetic because... That's what this is all about. The more you unify with the cosmic, when you let go in orgasm, uh, la petite, oh, la, la petite le mont is a uh, you know little, death. little death, right? You die the a orgasm bit. because you're dying. So the somatic state, the great somatic state, is a, is a total death. It's a resurrection. So I always like to use the vampire terminology because it's the closest thing to describe that process, and that you become fully you know, aware of all your past lives. And, and I, yeah. And I think the release certainly plays a role in that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I know from, from my last experience when we were out, um, on our last, uh, journey, um, I had gotten to a point where I felt like I was almost making a breakthrough where mm. I was becoming, one with everything. Yes, you do. And I felt that that release, it was like I was, I made a comment like, I almost like wanted to piss myself because it just felt exactly. like, like I didn't, right. yes. I didn't want to yeah, be in control because, right. because having like this 
earthly realm that we're in is all about controls. It's all totally. about holding on to your functions. It's about holding your speech. Holding it's your about sexual it, energy. It is. So, so, so it when you can, things. when you can complete release, right? it's a very ecstatic state totally. and it's, and it's becoming one with everything, the consciousness it's so with true. the universal. Yes. And when you do that, when you have little, you know, I was having this conversation with, with, um, someone recently that, you know, all the, cause they were asking me, um, do you believe you can get to Samadhi through orgasm? And I said, well, it's, it's the same idea. They're like little portals to that. So with a combination of that and then the practices of meditation, the kundalini work that I teach, the particular, you know, awakening of the serpent energy through the body, right, to lead you to the immortal states that in connection with the sexual practices will get you somewhere. But having a teacher, we go back to that, is very important because if you don't have a teacher, you don't know when you're imbalanced. And we can look at you and say, you need to like, you know, go back to the heart chakra a little bit. You need to spend a little more time there and purify out and, you know, balance out a little bit. But a lot of it happens right here in the heart, believe it or not. You know, people get so fixated with the sexual chakras and they want to like focus on the willpower and all that. Because the technique that I use, you know, operates three particular chakras. I'm not going to give it all away, but... You know, you can DM me. Or, and where can they find you at? You can find me. You can just DM me on Instagram at goddessc.siren, or you can go to templeoflightning.com or thegoddessc.com and That's find your way to be. Find your way to Siren to teach you some way things. To siren to be led to the ocean of bliss. And it's funny because sirens and vampires, you know, all these things get such negative connotations when there is a hole other side there is a that just like side. Crowley gets such a bad rap right and he was all about the same thing liberation of humanity you know hmm. spiritual liberation it's I, I think it's probably tough just because I mean as Masons we deal with the fact that we have people that aren't Masons that are constantly trying to tell our story right. and and, and right. talk about aspects of Masonry that they don't know about so then there's disinformation that's that's spread out and i'm sure it's the same way with anything from crowley to right you know those that weren't on the inside or don't exactly know specifically what crowley was talking because you're not a high enough level bro <laughs> you're not a 33rd illuminati you're not illuminati and please stop that shit <laughs> <laughs> like for real just to stop asking to join the illuminati it's, it's pissing me the fuck off <laughs> like i'm getting it, it's it's on my dick nerve now and Ooh, i can't time for i'm done tantric all right <laughs> just letting everybody know it, it yeah <laughs> enough yeah basta Ooh. we're done so yeah this wasn't this was an interesting topic because i think there there was a lot of a lot of area that you know people just don't understand and yeah. you know we could go down different different paths from either very dark to light um is there anything that you would want to cover um that we didn't we didn't we didn't cover right now um so let's say just to be more conscious of how you're using your sexual energy both men and women who you give yourself to. Who you're giving yourself to. It's like if you're not going to eat that certain thing on the smorgasbord or whatever, then why will you let just anyone into your hmm. body? 
yeah. or into your energy on that level. Or prostate exams. Mm, yeah, those too. Mm. <laughs> and be careful. At least, you know. Yeah. Small fingers. Small fingers. Consciousness, you know, awareness and consciousness. And I know there's so many other aspects I wanted to bring up, but I know we don't have time to do that today. So maybe another know. time. Are people interested in a part two or three or, you know, because yeah. there's so much about this. I mean, and we could go down many different paths with this because, it, again, going into the martial arts side, I mean, there's a lot of discipline that goes into that and then putting that into like a. Taking that chi and transferring yes. it over. Yeah, and I think that goes right into magic that's too. That's what it's yeah. all about. You have to have the discipline. You have to have the discipline. And that's what Crowley was very huge on as well. And that's what I teach, you know, discipline, right. structure, purification. If you don't have that, and like a lot of my students say, wow, it takes about two to three years under your studies to even get an idea of what the fuck this is about. Yeah. And okay. And because at first everybody wants to just learn everything. Oh, they want to do. They want to do blood magic. They want to do grave magic. And I just mm-hmm, keep meditating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do some yoga. Okay. Try this position. You know, let some steam off or whatever. You know, and they're like, <clears throat> you know, I was like, trust me. <laughs> trust me. That, I've done that, all those fun that things. That Don Juan style, huh? Mm-hmm. Just be distracted. Just, and lots of humor with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm always yeah. messing with yeah, people. Be just, let and the, let the brain think, get distracted so mm-hmm. that it can get to the so point. So that it can where get it needs to the point. You've yeah. got to do that left, yeah, the yeah. left brain stuff. And that's what ritual is about. And so is sex magic. The, the ritual of sex magic is that you could be going into it, like I think Lon said the same thing, you know. Any sex magician is going to know this. There's so many layers, but, you know, you have an intention of what you're working on with someone, but you're not focused on that. You don't, like, you know, it's, it's like when you're teaching someone meditation, it's like, let it go. don't think about not thinking, right? Just think so about let not it go, thinking. Just right? Just let it go. Just let it's it go. like, like, know the script, know your discipline, you cannot get rid of the discipline. A lot of people come on board and they want to like break rules and be so rebellious and do what they want, you know. And uh, okay, yeah, but learn the rules first, and then it changes the whole energetic afterwards. And then you're actually taking stuff to a new level. So and rules. that's the third energy. So when you you die and you're reborn, you know that's you know. Know the rules before you play the game. Know the rules before you play the that's game, in and everything. Everything, all the rules before you play the game, and then you have creation. So, all right. All right. So, so yeah, we could keep going and going on <laughs> yeah. this topic, but yeah, those are the main things. And like, if people aren't conscious with that energy, I mean, it's just a bunch of children out there creating more children, the, the, and that's not very no, helpful. That's not a good thing. So let's use that energy and and try to get to a higher level, and because that energy is the Focus source the of everything. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's the vril, you know, that's the electricity. <clears throat> direct so can, current. Mm-hmm, the direct current. And it's like if you're, like I said earlier, plugging it into a lower frequency, you're going to get drained. Right. And if you're trying to plug into a higher, higher frequency that you're not ready for, you're going to get burned out or blow up. Right. Hmm. So know where you're at. Don't be afraid of where you're at. Don't try to go beyond your level. But also challenge yourself, push yourself every day because every day is a tantric experience because every day is ecstasy. So do what you love to do as long as it's with the will and the heart aligned with that union, resurrection will come daily like the serpent. Interesting words of wisdom. I think that's a good place to wrap up. I like that. I like that. I like those. Cheers to that. 
So this is where we will wrap up. I want to say thank you to our sponsors, uh, Samsung Technologies, for the equipment. Performance G at performanceg.com for the camera equipment. Uh, Ali Harbor for letting us use the goose and gridiron. And then the production company, Indigo Beehive uh, Creative, which is, you know, the team behind this that really gets this thing happening. Allows us to do our shit. do what we do. And just a little throw throw out there, you know, to um, other companies like Fossil Bluff, uh, Fraternal a, Ties. You got a couple of shout outs too, don't you? Yeah, actually? yeah. Who, who did what, you what want? Was to... it at Refreshment? Yeah, those yeah, guys. Those, those guys. I want to say what's up to them. If if you guys get a chance, check them out at That's, Refreshment. Um, I believe they're on YouTube. Yeah, and... another podcast out there. Those are uh, some cool brothers. Just. At refreshment, at refreshment, having a drink, yeah, having and, a talking drink and talking about, about Mason stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, yes. Mm. Esotericon happening September 8th, um, September 7th. I'm sorry. Um, I was thinking about my birthday. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Uh, September 7th, we have our tickets. Uh, pre-sale, they're $7. And they're going to be $12 at the door. Uh, we're getting vendors. We have Miss Siren. Uh, she's going to be one of the lecturers here. Uh, we have Mary Kamer, Lon, Milo Duquette, and a couple other lecturers that are going to be coming through. Uh, we're, we're right now in the, looking for vendors. If you're a vendor in you know Terra, or Holistic, or anything that has to do with an order, uh, we welcome you. Just DM us or shoot us uh, an email at info at keepersoftheword.net. Also visit our website at keepersoftheword.net. We have a bunch of stuff there. That's where we're you get your up tickets. and going now, right? We're ready to rock. We got we everything got our going on. We got our tickets there. We got our episodes there. We have everything. <laughs> T-shirts there, so. and pins. T-shirts, and all that pins, stuff. all of it on keepersoftheword.net. So thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Thank you.